0: 1223,
1: Gresham Keith the here with you. For those of you that are on Twitch, you're about to get a uh, you're about to get a third dose of handsome as our friend Andy Hart of WEEI.com joins us. He's presented by McFarland Energy, where they provide the most dependable home heating oil delivery and HVAC service, including Lennox heating and cooling systems. Learn more at McFarlaneEnergy.com. Heart, good afternoon. Hi
0: fellas. How's it going?
1: Hart good. Good. Um, even though Andy Hart said naughty things about your young newly born yes. daughter last week. Take away as I with
0: don't think I
1: did. I yes. think I think we Tired. called you out on it. I, I when you I would... did the Georgie Porgy for a girl and you, and then your defense was I'm getting her ready for the real world. Great yes.
0: Yes, as the father of a daughter who I said yeah. if you if she's ever on a sports team with right. multiple hearts, it's going to say chart on the back of her jersey. That's tough. I'm preparing yeah. Her for life. Like, it's going to happen. Listen, Kids are going to be
2: rude. If, Stuff's going to happen. If Georgie Porgy is the worst thing she hears on the right. bus, I think she's going to be okay.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> especially in this <laughs> day and age.
1: <laughs> Holy Moses.
2: Yeah, I think you get off a little light with that.
1: Yes. I think she'll be fine. Wow. Look at heart. Uh, what would you make of uh, this Wednesday's performance of Bill Belichick? Last Wednesday, it was a maestro-type performance. This week, not so much.
0: Uh, Well, I did think he had his best line in a long time after Mike Reese kind of maybe interrupted him, and he said, oh, I was going to go into detail about the quarterback situation. (laughs) But, but yeah, let's talk about where we're going to practice today. Um, And in that discussion, actually, that unfolded, did you guys catch him saying – uh, the quality of the last couple games is the reason they're practicing inside today.
1: Yeah. yeah. What the
0: hell does that mean? Uh, I know I'm the guest and I'm supposed to answer questions, <laughs> yeah. not pose so them. You but, go ahead and toss them our way. But what the hell does that mean?
2: Well, they had a couple
0: of close losses. So, those are so right. it's moral victory Wednesday yeah. and we get to go inside because it's drizzling out? Is that I, how this all plays out? I
2: think it's been a moral victory season. Like, the way it started with Bill talking about how, (laughs) oh, one break here, one break there, we beat the Dolphins, one thing there, one thing, oh, hey, we played well. Like, I think the whole year is being graded on a curve by Belichick is how I view it.
0: Yeah, and and I will say, I am a a, a victim of moral victory this week, because I think it was a moral victory situation. Now, I also believe middling teams and bad teams have moral victories, the... The Buffalo Bills cannot have a moral victory. The the Bills actually have to pile up real victories so they can secure the number one seed and go to a Super Bowl and get over the hump and do all those things. That's, That's the reality that the Patriots are in a different stratosphere where moral victories are part of it. And I do believe third string rookie quarterback, no number one receiver, no best defensive lineman, no number one corner. You hung with Aaron Rodgers, all those things. Okay, moral victory. But I also think some people are getting a little ahead of themselves as well in terms of the positivity because this team was one and three a year ago and then two and four and went on a run. And ooh, we're getting to the soft spot of the schedule. So I'm going to ask you a simple question, and I want a simple reactionary answer from both of you. This This started
1: bossing us around. He's coming in and he's got stuff. I like it.
0: This started as a fight um, between segments last night on NBC uh, TV with Tom Giles and Tom Curran, our uh, our friend as well. And I'm gonna ask you. So it's a six game stretch that is supposedly the soft spot of their schedule. We have Lions, Bears, Browns, Jets twice and Colts. Soft spot. More likely that in this soft spot in the schedule the Patriots go 6 and 0 or 0 and 6.
2: Oh my god. More like so it has to be one or the other? More likely. Either or. You
0: don't get to go (laughs) Oh three
1: and three or four. No,
0: I want either or more likely to go six and oh or oh and six. I need an answer right now. This is
1: gonna be viewed negative, but I would say oh and six. (laughs) I mean (laughs) I guess it's gotta be oh and six. Okay. Thank you. So you guys it's the typical Andy Hart back you into a corner. You're (laughs) gonna give an answer. He tried to do this to me last week too. You can only answer one way. Yeah.
0: Well and this is the answer that I also got from. I won't name everybody, but I I did a straw poll in you the already media named room. So
1: many other guys asking cameramen <laughs> over there too. No, the these producers? were
0: these were content <laughs> pro- content producers, and one I'll throw a name out there, Mike Giardi. Jesus. He also took 0 and six.
1: Who else
2: do
0: you know? But Giles, <laughs> oh God, I'm listen,
2: Rappin, Giles Giardi. Giles and
0: Curran both said six and O, yeah, which stunned at, me, that and is I was stunning. like. They're a one and four football team, likely to start their fourth string rookie on Sunday against the Lions, who, oh by the way, aren't the pushover you thought they were going to be. Because I actually think the Lions are probably like, "Whoo, we're getting to the soft spot in our schedule as well. We get to play the Patriots, who turn the ball over and have a third string quarterback." So I just the the reality somewhere in the middle. You're right. I'm playing radio, playing podcast, playing TV. Oh, oh and six, six and oh both are unlikely. But, Can you play
1: quarterback? <laughs> uh, if I could, yeah. I might have a shot right now. <laughs> Me and
0: Garrett Gilbert. I've yeah. been around this team a long time, too. Uh-huh. So, um, <laughs> but the reality is it's weird that there is so much optimism in my mind with some people coming out of Sunday's luck. Lo- Excuse me, lost. I got all choked up. Fired. <laughs> Belichick <up>, swallowed <laughs> my tongue. What um, they have for the media lunch over there? <laughs> we haven't had it yet. Okay. That'll be after this. I'm looking forward to it. I believe it's pizza today. I oh, I missed the Chick Fil A <laughs> from last week, unfortunately. Man. Um, but, like, do you guys feel – like, there's optimism. There's this whole they're better than a 1-3 football team. Well, at I least. think, again, you, you, not, to your
2: point about the moral victory, you're nine-point underdogs, and then you lose your backup quarterback, so you have your third-string quarterback, and you go to overtime with Aaron Rodgers and Lambeau. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to freak out and lose your mind at the team, and then it's going to sort of start to spin positive and – it is a light part of the schedule, so we'll see what the hell they do, right? They're probably more likely 3-3 three and three than they are anything else.
0: No, you uh, said 0-6. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, right I it
0: can is. get you the audio if you need well, it. But <laughs> I mean-
1: and don't you think, too, the way the defense has played, like in terms of Miami, you held them to 10, and we even recognized that at the time. Then he came back and played well enough to win against the Steelers for whatever version of the Steelers are. Yep. I think with Baltimore, there's a lot of folks who would be like, well, you're only going to play Lamar Jackson once in theory, so you might be able to talk yourself into, hey, he did a lot of zone read type stuff. Lamar's the kind of guy that's going to burn you. And then, well, defensively, look at what we did against Aaron Rodgers. And, oh, by the way, Jack Jones had a pick six. So I think if you focus on one side of the ball – It hasn't been as bad as you thought it was going to be with Matt (laughs) Patricia, right? but the expectations were so low. Preseason made it
2: sound like it was going to be – they weren't going to score a point.
1: And they're not bad defensively. The biggest thing against them defensively is that they're giving up those rushing yards again, and half the teams in the league are like – my God, I'm not gonna run the ball. You know what I'm saying? But so the Lions
0: do now Swift they run it well. Mm-hmm.
1: Swift and Saint Brown
0: are questions. They may not be there for them this week, and that <sighs> certainly would start the trend of last year where you went on your run in part because the other team yeah. didn't have uh, its best players. Although or they some scored forty five
2: without those guys last year. Well that week. would be yes.
0: And yeah. and Gresh, I was with you like I thought the defense played well the first two weeks. And Kind of since halftime of the Ravens game, I don't think they've played very well. You
1: know what? Since Lawrence Guy went out, they had a ton of issues against the
0: run. Hundred percent. And now, if you look at the numbers, which everybody yells at me, I, I put, I happen to put on Twitter that that Jake Bailey is last in the NFL in both gross and net. Oh, penting, I can't do that. People like attacked me, and I'm like, wait a minute! All I did was put a fact on my <laughs> timeline. How can you attack me? Yeah, um, happens. <laughs> but if you look at the Patriots' stats. They're not very good defensively. Third down, red zone, points allowed, rushing yards. They're a they're a bottom tier defense going against, for whatever it's worth, an explosive offense. Like Jared Goff is leading a good offense right now. He's got eleven touchdowns, three interceptions. He's got a passer rating of a hundred, like, yeah, I but know what... Sean
1: McVay doesn't like him, so no one else has to.
0: Well, I don't like him either, but <laughs> again, the stats are out there. Like he's doing what he's doing, and you're gonna try to keep up with that, whatever they are, because they still have talent, even if even if Swift and, and St. Brown aren't out there. Are, can you keep up with Bailey Zappi? Are you going to get in a track meet with the with the Lions?
2: So let me know if, what do you guys think of this, if I'm onto something here or if I'm just making it up. Here we okay. go. So last week when I was out, I still heard the Belichick press conference, and like he would with any good player, he really laid it in pretty strong how good Aaron Rodgers is and how good his decision-making is. Yes. Like that was the part he hammered away, which to me was sort of a shot at Mac Jones or at least sort of a, hey, Mac, this is what I want you to be, to a much different degree Today, he goes on and on about Jack Fox, the punter for Detroit. Like, what a weapon the guy is. He's incredible. Kick game this game. Like, is that also – could it possibly be two weeks in a row where he's really talking more about how he
1: needs Mac Jones and Jake Bailey to improve? As
2: much as it is, he likes the guys on the other side.
1: I think it's also a little message to the special teamers as well, because if there's one phase of the game that has been wildly underperforming, it's been special teams. So well, you're it's right, a little bit of a Jedi like, mind yeah. trick thing, yeah. right? Well, I,
0: yeah, I believe he also to to further that point called uh, Chris Board the best special teamer in the league, the best special teamer we'll face all year. And Bingo! I'm, yes, he did. I don't really. Um, I don't really know who that is. I mean, he's leading them in special teams tackles. I'm not going to pretend that I've been breaking down the uh, fine points of the Lions special teams units. But, yeah, don't we always say – when Bill talks to the media, he's talking to his team. Yeah, like in yeah, general, yeah. Mm-hmm. he knows times, the team yep. is listening. So I know a lot of people took it the way you did last week, Rich, in terms of Aaron Rodgers, who takes care of the football. Doesn't never make
2: t- bad decisions. Like, the, okay. uh,
0: the ironies, he throws a pick six against <laughs> you that kept your team <laughs> in the game. Um, but, yes, he laid it on very thick, and it was returned later by Rodgers, and they have this little tongue-bath love fest post-game. Yeah, what do you think whatever. they said to each other? Yeah. Um, if I had you, I would have won nine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Both <laughs> probably said that. And Aaron's like, I would have won two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, would you mind coming here for half? Yeah, right. Sure, Bill.
0: Yeah. I, I saw you know, somebody had posed like, hey, if you force a trade, I'll come get you. I yeah. hate this Mac kid. <laughs> yeah, <exactly right>. yeah. <laughs> Things of that <laughs> oh, of nature. Um, but I do think there's a mutual respect there, and they probably also have a mutual respect for the way the other does the whole um, – walks to the beat of his own drummer and doesn't fall in line and conform to the norms. Like, they're both, right, a little bit like football rebels. Oh, yeah. They, they, yeah. They, do, they do their own thing. So they probably like and respect that in each other. But, uh, yeah, that was a little much.
1: Uh, what do you make of the quarterback situation going into this week? What are the keys? If, if Hoyer's cleared late in the week, do you, do you turn it over to him? How do you handle it in terms of trying to prep both guys? Your thoughts. I, uh,
0: well, I expect to see Zappi. You know, I think if the expectation was Hoyer was going to be cleared in this uh, post-tua world of the NFL, I'll call it, that maybe you don't need Gilbert and that bringing in Gilbert could be a sign that, well, you're going to need an emergency quarterback more than just Jacoby Myers or the Wildcat. Um, so I think Zappi's probably going to start. We are expecting to speak with Bailey Zappi at his locker today he is not doing a press conference but he is speaking which obviously it's Wednesday in the NFL and usually the starting quarterback does a press conference on Wednesday in the NFL so I think you could take that as a sign um what I have no interest in Hoyer no offense um but like if Brian Hoyer is on the field like what are we accomplishing and I know he actually looked kind of good to start that game before he got concussed and knocked out um but I'll be honest, I don't really like watching Brian Hoyer practice in the summer at training camp. I'm like, uh, the I just, same way. Yeah, like, give me Bailey Zappi. Do I think Bailey Zappi's great? No. I thought Bailey Zappi had a nice summer. I, I think I told you guys at times, there were times when he ran the offense the best of the three. Like, it looked sort of like a normal offense. He wasn't scrambling as much as Mac. And I already like his um, – to use a word Paul Perillo likes to use, comportment. I thought he handled himself hmm. really well.
2: It's like a tenth name he's dropped today. I was just going to say. Oh, Jesus. An Paul I'm a man of the
0: people. You know me. I get along very well with everyone. I'm oh, a very yeah. friendly he also.
2: You notice how he wanted to say, I, I was on TV last night, mm-hmm. too. Oh, than Jesus. Just, like, I was talking to Giles and Curran. But, Gee, yeah. Well, you can find
0: me every Tuesday night, actually, from 630 to 730. Meanwhile, meanwhile <laughs> every
2: Tuesday <laughs> they booked you over there? Oh, years? I'm locked and loaded, no, baby. Every Tuesday. Don't oh, be jealous. You know you wish you could. I'm
1: in once a month with. Eight people call out sick That's and Hart's right. in there every Tuesday. Got I'm my am- own spot, baby. <laughs> I've apparently, apparently been ostracized <laughs> over I mean, there and I didn't MF anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's rare. <laughs> Normally, I got a reason. Okay, Hart, here's the thing that I brought up to Keith and I want to ask you. How does Bill Belichick sell to the defense? Yeah, Bailey Zappi's what's best for the football team tonight.
0: Um. Well, I, I think they've seen Zappi over the course of, of the right. Summer. He didn't zappy his pants out there. This is so bad. They have this guy Um, on every week.
1: But here's the the other thing. He was doing that when the offense was what?
0: Was not good
1: and was developing and and, and was a shell of itself. Well, that's what I was going to say. But was he running the early stuff in camp that everybody is like, okay, this is the high school portion of our practice period here. Well,
0: sh- sure, but he was running it better than Mac could run the high school offense at that early point in camp. Um,
1: well, it's because Zappy's eight years old.
0: Well, I like Kidding. Zappy. I, I, I personally I like, Zappy. like Zappy, and and some of those guys probably know that Brian Hoyer is O for his last twelve now mm-hmm. as a starting quarterback in the National Football League. Because unfortunately for him, he gets credit for that loss in Green Bay because he was the starting quarterback. Um, so that brings his streak to O and twelve now. They weren't getting good quarterback play from the starter, first of all. Like, I, I think some degree, if you're talking to a veteran player on defense, you say, listen, let's be real. You know how we're going to play. We're going to need to lean on Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson to run the football. We're going to need to lean on you guys to bend but don't break, GTFB, those early guys that were getting behind you guys early in Green Bay and Rodgers was missing them. No, we can't keep doing that. You know, we, we're going to probably force some turnovers, Jack Jones and company. Like, there is a certain style of play, and regardless of who's out there, it doesn't lean on the quarterback. And for his first taste at Lambeau Field, he didn't, as as Curran said last night on TV, didn't urinate down his leg. So I'm going to go with... Bailey Zappi because there's an upside. There's an unknown upside there that Brian Hoyer doesn't provide.
2: How similar is the play calling, whether it's Hoyer or Zappi? Because obviously when Zappi went in, it was really conservative. They didn't let him throw it a ton. Overtime, I really didn't like. We talked about it a lot on Monday. I didn't like you're at midfield, second and five, and the next thing you know, you're punting it away. Yep. Do you, Do you think – it, if it's not like if Hoyer's in there it's like all right let's let it f- loose let's do whatever we want like do you think it's a similar kind of play calling with either guy
0: yeah and there's probably a little bit more comfort with Hoyer to make the right decision mm. throw it away not cuz i do think the zappi threw some picks in the in the preseason I think he's got a little weird kind of gunslinger to him because he is used to throwing the ball for six thousand yards right. and sixty touchdowns. He doesn't have a cannon, so when he gets in that mode of I'm I'm going to see if I can squeeze it in there. Well, you're probably not going to be able to squeeze it in there in the National Football League no. with your arm, uh, Zappy. But um, yeah, I do think it's similar. It's 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 what I they're they're becoming one of those old school Patriots teams. Now the question is, I don't I don't know that the defense is good enough. Like, I thought you saw some good things from the running game the last couple weeks Mm -hmm. with Stevenson and Harris, and most importantly maybe, Cannon and Trent Brown. Trent Brown was invested in that game. I'm not sure I could say that through the first two and a half weeks of this season. He was flexing over piles in that game. Like, Trent Brown was feeling himself, (laughs) and that's good. If you can get him motivated for this stretch and get him to play – pro bowl caliber left tackle and maybe Marcus Cannon returns to his roots cuz I do think he's going to unseat Win on the right side there. There's the foundation of your your offense and your running game that becomes the foundation of the team. Now you start playing turnovers and Marcus Jones looks like he's going to inject life into the return game, okay? Remember 2001? Let's do the comparisons. Let's do it. you got a new quarterback taking over for the franchise guy. You're going to run the ball with Antoine Smith. I mean, Damian Harris. You're going to get turnovers <laughs> from Jack Jones. I mean, Lawyer Malloy. And you're going to get big returns from Troy Brown. I mean, Marcus Jones. That's how you got to play.
1: Uh, by the way, Hart, you will be happy to know that the 4-1-3. Okay.
0: Uh, oh, I did Hot sauce.
1: Yeah, yeah. Andy Hart sucks. Enough Love with him. that obnoxious know-it-all. That is a P1 who
0: listens every single show I'm on and immediately says, Andy Hart sucks. I appreciate you for listening, 413.
2: My favorite text is the guy that said, I listen to Grinch and Keith every day.
1: Grinch and Keith. <laughs> Grinch <laughs> and Keith. He's that's got the, a,
0: the letters right, right? The acronym. Uh,
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah just leave it leave it at that. That sounds K. like our, our
1: soon-to-be Christmas album from uh, Grinch and Creed. That'd be pretty good. There we go. We pull it off. All right, Andy Hart who uh, joins us down at uh, Gillette Stadium. There's a uh, there's some Papaginos waiting for him, I'm sure. By the I'm way, sure.
2: Hart, are you excited for the Pat Patriot helmet and the red jerseys this weekend?
1: Yes, I just
0: walked uh, over here, and the entire uh, padded ring of Gillette Stadium the is banner. in. Yep. Yeah, the whole banner is Pat Patriot, that love old it. school Patriot. It reminds me of my room in, like, the late 80s yeah, when Andre Tippett was the king awesome. of the Patriots. Like, mm. it, it is a true throwback week here. Yes, uh, it looks it. great. And the whole league has been great with some of these helmets that have been out there, the Bengals, the whiteout edition. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, I am enjoying it very, very much. Where
1: did you hide the nudie mags in your room as a kid?
0: I think I was – no, actually in the closet, I believe. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, not cliche under the bed, not in the box like Jeffrey Dahmer uh, with the head in it. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Hey, you haven't been watching that? My kids made me watch it. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer had a head and Playboys in the same box. That's weird. Mm Mm-hmm. Goes without saying, I guess. He is a serial killer. That's true. And a cannibal. <laughs> there's and a also, cannibal. <laughs>
1: there's also a joke there, but we'll let it go. Andy Hart oh, of weei.com Andy, thank you.
2: See you guys.